The Dropback with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak, Joe Costanzo, and Sam Wilson. Hello and welcome back to the Dropback Podcast. I'm Sam Lewis and joined today by Matt Burns Peak and the Quick Snaps own Scott Glynn. How are you doing, Scott? Oh, I'm Matt. Yeah, I'm good, Matt. I'm good, man. How are you guys? You good? Really good, mate. Really good. Glad to have you on. Thanks yeah. for that. Thanks for having us. Yeah, appreciate it. Well, I mean, we couldn't not have you on after we did a New Year's Resolutions article last year, which we used quite a few guys from British NFL community. Scott was bang on the money with his LA Rams prediction. Not only would that they would trade for Stafford, but it would push them into Super Bowl contention. And look where we are, year Scott, and a few months later. The Oracle. <laughs> Just wish I put a bet on that. That's all. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how much money I made on that, but yeah, never mind. I'll, uh, I'll take the credit. I'll, I'll, that'll do for now. I'll take the credit. So. Yeah. I mean, what what would your one of this bit years been? Just so we can know to place a bet on it yeah, for next season. For the Rams, or can I go for the Raiders this year? Because I... yeah, let's go, go with your Raiders, Raiders yeah. Because yeah. we accidentally invited you onto the Rams podcast, assuming you were a Rams fan. I mean, I, I did the Rams prediction for you guys, but no, I'm a Raiders fan. Even I'm wearing a Rams jersey for anyone listening. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, Ooh, for Raiders. I mean, you know, if Mecca back to the playoffs would be great, but I, I just want to see, uh, I want to see Derek Carr still playing and make an AFC Championship game. So mm. that's because to me, if McDaniel's doesn't make an AFC Championship game, he's not a success because he's going to be hated by any Raiders fan if he's, uh, well, he's from the Patriots and stuff. Yeah, so there's lots true. of. I mean, we may as well stick on the Raiders for a little bit. I mean, it'd be rude to have you on and not let you talk about your own team, really. <laughs> so the the, 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 the Daniels hiring actually. Do you, how are you on board with that, or are you a bit after what happened in Denver? I mean, that's long enough ago that I can kind of let that go. It's you know, what, twelve years since he coached there. I think. Yeah, well, like, 2011. Yeah, if he's not learned from that by now, then you know what? He's, he deserves a second chance for everything he's done for Patriots. But True. I think just that Patriots Raiders thing that. It's don't know, doesn't don't feel quite right. Um, I'll never yeah. let, that Tuck rule game will never, you know, mm-hmm. I'll never let that go. So he's got to do something pretty special to win out fans over. I reckon um, as a fit, I don't think it's a bad fit. To be fair, I think you know he could probably work with Derek Carr pretty well. I think there's if the GM, I know he's, you know Billichek makes all the all the moves in in the Patriots really, doesn't he? But if the GMs come over, he's actually you know they can come make a vision together then. Uh, yeah, and it could work out, but no, I'm, I'm pretty reserved for now. I'm not too excited. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be honest, the, out of the coaching hires that has been this offseason, I don't think McDaniel's is anywhere near the bottom of that list. Especially if, no. as he as he says, he's learned from his issues with being able to deal with people, which That's was good. what led to his downfall in no, Denver. It's, I'm, I'm really glad to he's turned that corner and he's now. <laughs> it's a pretty it's big fortunate. issue, right? It's not. It's not yeah. like. Look, not yeah. coaching any better, he's just learning how to deal with people. I mean, yeah, yeah. Just... Not even from an NFL coaching perspective, just as an adult human, mm. being able, you should be able to deal with people at this you know, point in, in time. My, in my 12 years removed from this head coaching position, I'm now no longer a prick. <laughs> but I think, as you said, with the GM coming over from um, the Patriots with him, at least they'll have that working relationship and McDaniels isn't just going to have all the power to completely destroy a roster yeah. upon arrival. Yeah, I mean, that's it. That's it. I mean, when Gruden joined... Mayock had no power, and that was just you know Gruden making moves out of place, Khalil Mack went, all those sort of things. So yeah. it started working out until it kept out he was a prick. So yeah, not, big... <laughs> not got a good exactly. uh, yeah, not got a good recent history with coaches, really. I guess, but yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I'm, hope, I'm I'll be hopeful until you know until they get proven wrong, and 
you know, something goes badly wrong the next couple of years, I'll be optimistic. But yeah, I, I would have liked to have seen another couple of guys maybe in front of him. No matter. And from what you're saying, I'm guessing you're not on that. Let's start over with a new quarterback train. You're big on Derek Carr, Bamwagon. I've always been big on Derek Carr. Yeah, I think top 10, you could argue, is definitely in that sort of conversation. Uh, I just think you can win with him. I think this last couple of years, mm. everyone, everyone sort of criticised him a couple of years ago was that he checked down too much, he was too safe. You know, I think he's been one of the top two or three passes in the league in, in deep balls last couple of years. I mean, yeah, that sort of thing is he's definitely improved on and everything's happened this year with the Raiders. I don't want to think about it really, but <laughs> <laughs> it's literally been the worst year it could have been. But the, uh, he's still dragging through the playoffs. You know, he, okay, he doesn't get the most touchdowns maybe. He's he maybe still a little bit safe, but look, he's, uh, he's still winning games with not the greatest team around him. So, yeah. yeah, I think, I think that's, that's it as well. He can sort of, I, I feel like Derek Carr is good and he's, he's maybe he's not great, but he's definitely good enough that you can, you know, when you have those playmakers, when you have like a Darren Wall and stuff around him, then you're going to have success. Um, I mean, I maybe wouldn't say he's one of those, you know, top three or four guys who you can, you know, it doesn't matter who you put around them, they can make something happen, but he's definitely talented enough that when you have a, a decent roster around him, which you guys do, I think, then he yeah. can take you to the playoffs. I think with everyone healthy, it, it should be a good roster next year. I think I'd would love to see Devon Adams come over. They play college together. That'd be great. That would be huge. That, that'd be, if whatever happens with Rogers, uh, if that goes, you know, if that goes wrong and Adams leaves Green Bay, then that's my prediction for the Raiders. There you go. That's my wild. Devonte Adams. Devon Adams. There's been hints of that over the years. Like yeah. Devonte Parker's been big on social media about his like fandom and friendship with Derek Carr. So yeah. maybe not completely wild and. Seeing as though what Derek Carr did with the receiving call, well, Sands after the Rugs incident, mm. like he really elevated. Like, who was the best receiver on on your team in the end? I mean, Renfro's great, but he's you know he's a slot receiver. He's, he's yeah. not going to be that big, you know, big number one target. So you you put him and Waller with somebody like I mean, obviously Adams were top three receivers in the league, but somebody, <laughs> like, somebody like that yeah. that kind of player, then uh, then yeah, I think yeah. they've got they've got a lot to go around. So. Yeah, so, especially if Rogers goes to uh, Denver, and then they they definitely not going to bring any more receivers on board. I mean, they surely they don't have any fucking room in that receiver room. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, god I, damn. My only hope if they go to Denver, if he goes to Denver, which I mean that might push me over the edge if I've got to watch a division with Herbert, Rogers, and Mahomes. That'd be tough. That, that might yeah that might kill me off. But it, yeah. at least Denver will have no more money left to actually do anything with it. So mm. yeah, I, I'll I'll help with that. <laughs> I, I did. I did flippantly describe um, Derek Carr to someone the other week as Kirk Cousins if he wore black, which wow. <laughs> which may be which may be a little bit harsh. You're a rude boy. I, I might. I might just like leave the leave you guys now and just. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. Yeah, I should have let the podcast get through before I had to hit that one out. <laughs> that might have been slightly harsh, Lou. It just it's yeah. more in the sense that he plays things safe. I think he's a better decision maker than Kirk Cousins is, but he's Definitely. in terms of he's. He's he's quite a cautious quarterback when it comes down to it. Yeah, and if, look, there's a lot of those guys, and once you get out of the top, sort of five, six, mm. quarterbacks, there's a lot that bunch together. Then you've got, you know, I think I think Dak and Cousins and those sort of guys. Matt Ryan's getting a bit old now, but those sort of guys, that's that's where they sort of are as a group. Yeah. Out there. But, mm. uh, I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not delusional enough to think the car is like Mahomes and Rogers. But, <laughs> you know, you can win with him. That's all I think. It, exactly. So, yeah, yeah, all right. So I think let's move on to, well, the LA Rams versus Cincinnati Bengals in the Super Bowl, which you predicted one half of, bang on the money. So uh, the staff, that staff had moved. That really has elevated the 
Rams offense to a whole new level. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, to me, the because I, I looking back at so sort of how they obviously McVeigh took him to the Super Bowl what four years ago now was it twenty eighteen? Uh, was it that long ago? Wow. Well, yeah, three or four. I mean, yeah, I think it's 2018. Three or yeah, four you're right, because the Eagles uh, were 2017 and they were the year after. Yeah. So I, mean, I was looking back at that as much as McVeigh took them there and they had a great offense that year. Jared Goff obviously was kind of being built around, wasn't he? He wasn't really carrying that team in the way Stafford has. And I look back mm-hmm. at some of the stats and it's like they were the third, uh, third in the league in rushing. Uh, they were still fifth in passing yards, but a lot of that was sort of play action off the back of that, that rushing. Yeah. Aaron Donald, defensive player of the year with 20 sacks that year. And they finished in, they played in the division when the Cardinals and San Francisco were the two worst teams in football. They kind of, <laughs> yeah, they kind of wow. had an easier route to, to the playoffs. Uh, whereas this year, they're 25th in rushing. Uh, they're actually, they've only had 10 touchdowns all year rushing, which is bottom five in the league. And, which I didn't I even realize. Cam Akers. Yeah, Cam Akers gone, good. which that, that was a big blow from one of but They've had no rushes all year of 20, uh, 20, no, sorry. They've only had three rushes of 20 yards and they've had none of 40 yards or more. Mad. Which is like, which... Just, they've just lost that run game, which McVeigh kind of built around that That's a huge, yeah, yeah. That's a huge So if they still a golf under centre there, you really, you really struggle because play action becomes a lot less. And then yeah, you go, I... right, let's go shotgun with golf and just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's... That's just no, that one is. No, even as a even as a Raiders fan, I don't want that for Rams. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that, that, as much as McVeigh's offense, everyone was saying it's built around play action. I think this year actually that Stafford trade has has been more taken over over the edge, I guess. Again, and mm. like you say, if Goff was doing that, I don't know what the results have been, but I don't think they'd come out of that division with Cardinals, with San Francisco, even Seattle aren't, haven't been terrible. No, uh, no. I mean, you know, true. so and whether they'd have even the playoffs no man got the Super Bowl uh, mm. we got I, I couldn't see it but uh, yeah Stafford I mean I don't know what you guys think of him but to me he's one of the more talented guys in the league I think even before Huge. yeah yeah, even before this year he, even in Detroit he, everyone going about Mahomes throwing no passes Stafford used to do that stuff <laughs> like, yeah. in Detroit and it's unfortunately you, no one cares about Detroit highlights that's what I mean yeah like Stafford was really really good in Detroit for a while and everyone was just like oh that's kind of cool um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> good, <laughs> nice job <laughs> yeah I, I just some of the some of the stats from before when he was in Detroit you know, he, he had a 5,000 yard season didn't he I mean I, mm. I know he had, he had Calvin Johnson obviously which helps but uh the rest of the team was still Detroit and yeah, they still yeah. went 0-16 the first year they had Calvin Johnson before Stafford, so exactly, yeah. you actually need to be able to do something alongside yeah. heave it in the air. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's had two of the, um, which the bit I found quite uh, quite cool about Stafford. He's had, he's been the quarterback for the two greatest wide receiver seasons of all time in terms of yards. So, mm. like wow. a couple this year, and then Calvin Johnson back in 2011, 12, what it was. So yeah, it would yeah so, something about that. Yeah, so Stafford's been the quarterback for both of those seasons. Two different yeah. teams. Even Which, season, you know, it's mm. impressive. Yeah, however good those two guys are, I mean, you still need someone to be able to get it to them when yeah. they are getting open. And yeah, they've I'd, had other quarterbacks. So. Yeah, I really feel like he kind of deserves a Super Bowl chance. Like he he, <laughs> yeah. he really had a tough time of things in Detroit. Like mm. and like like we said, not because of any lack of talent. I think anyone who's watched American football and has watched Matt Stafford will agree that he is a fantastic fantastically talented quarterback um but he's been so handicapped by being on just flat out terrible teams 
that it, it it's almost <laughs> it almost feels like poetic justice poetic justice that he gets this opportunity to to win a Super Bowl. Um, and I mean, I I think he will. If, if to be honest, I I I can't really look past the Rams for the Super Bowl personally. Mm. Um, in which case, what a way for Matty Stafford to to sort of cement his legacy. Yeah, I mean, we were talking last week, weren't we, about the Jim Cardboard Lions making the playoffs. Mm. And apart from Matt Stafford and probably Calvin Johnson was there at the time, I don't think I could name a single other person on that Lions team that almost beat the number one seed Cowboys. Um, uh, I'd, no. I'd yeah, I'd take a guess. I mean, was Reggie Bush there? I don't know. Reggie Bush, like, yeah. Was that, that before Amir Abdullah? Was Amir Abdullah there? Oh, Amir Abdullah was <laughs> fun. I liked Amir Abdullah. <laughs> I mean, it was fun to think about, but when he actually played... Never had to work to it. The idea no. of Amir Abdullah. <laughs> the idea of Amir Prototypical scat back in the yeah. run. Oh, look, he's really fun and athletic. Oh, but he's tiny. He just gets absolutely <laughs> one, murdered. One hit and he's gone. I mean, yeah, yeah I can't remember. He was man. Golden Tate, maybe. I don't know if he was. That's not Ooh, much. Yeah, that would be yeah. a good shout. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> you're right. It's not exactly a big all star team, is it? No, no, not, not entirely. I think the thing with Stafford as well is it, it's just the toughness he's shown over the years. Like, he's yeah. played through some. Serious injuries in it, big time. And like compared to Goff, who almost shied away from contact, Stafford hangs in the pocket. And like he'll, he'll play out the entire progression, which mm. is when you've added Odell to play the backside of yeah. plays since that um, pickup, which is a fantastic, it's ridiculous. They're able to get him for really practically play, nothing. Yeah. Like that unlocks a whole new element of that offense as well because you can go right. He's not flat's not open, deep's not open. Right, there's wait for him to come across the field and hit Odell on like what five dig routes a game. It seems like. It's been good. I guess especially since Robert Woods went got you know went injured, uh, yeah, yeah. Had a big blow for him because I, I guess as great as Cup's been, you do need you know especially when they're going to play some some playoff games and you might take away Cup somehow with some of the defenses they've played against, especially the Bucks maybe. Um, mm. And yeah, OBJ has been great in those games. Just get you know what they have hundred jabs even in the championship game today. I think. Or, yeah, if not bang on, it was cl- close to. Close to it, yeah, close to it, and. It's just complimented him really well. I think actually it was better for Beckham anyway. I don't think... I wasn't his biggest fan once he was in uh, Cleveland no. and place like that. I thought, you know, he's drama queen, he's getting injured too much, all that sort of, all that sort of shit. But, uh, yeah, since he's, since he's a number two guy rather than that sort of all-out focal point, it seems to be all yeah. that. Suits him a lot more, I guess. That's um, made a big difference to him, I think, as well. Because like, when, when, he, when he signed for Cleveland, the idea was obviously he would be the one and you've got Jarvis Landry who was pretty much like the most expensive number two receiver in the league at that point, I think. They just slapped him with a huge contract out of Miami. Um, and it kind of looked like it could be fun, but you're always going to have to have very a very specific playbook built around getting in their hands really quickly for them to be effective. Um, and we've, as you've seen in the league, and as you, as you mentioned with, with Cooper Cup, you can, it is possible to build a game plan around taking away one receiver. And if the number two isn't there, then you're fucked basically and i think that's why odell beckham has been so effective for the rams because it means that you can't just scheme everything towards cup side you can't just play bracket coverage or double cover cooper cup you've got to stay honest because odell will gash you with those dig routes and you've got stafford who is able to to work through the progressions which means he's gonna get the ball yeah i think you're right there with when he was in cleveland it didn't work out because but now he's one-on-one all the time and there aren't many corners in the no. NFL and certainly none on the Bengals that can hold up with <laughs> Odell Beckham one-on-one all game yeah that's gonna be tough 
that Mike Hilton is going to be covering him, something like that. I mean, it's like. Or, or trash talk supreme Eli Apple. We'll uh, see him. Apple, I, yeah. I still would really don't know how I feel about that. You you love it a little bit as an, <laughs> there, as an XDB. You love the trash talk. There is a small talk. part of me that absolutely loves the shithousery, but it's also Eli Apple. Um, <laughs> so if it was really anyone else, you'd kind of appreciate it, wouldn't you? It's like, yeah, yeah I'll back it up a little bit. And That's then... what I mean. Like, we're, what we've seen parts of this season like I mean to be fair to you Apple he's played well this season like yeah, I, I can't take that away from him I think he's got like 45 to 1 odds to get an interception in the Super Bowl nice but <laughs> I mean like bad. yeah just just knowing that it's Eli Apple and the way his career started and like he just did there was a very there was a point in his NFL career where it looked like he was just gonna sort of fade out of the league um so from that point of view fair play to him but it is bold to come back in, in the redemption contract and then be starting doing the doing the trash talk and stuff like that. I mean, most cornerbacks are pretty confident guys. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, look, I mean, look at Ramsey. I know he obviously backs it up. He's one of the best cornerbacks in the league. But that's all he's about, and it? he just he wants to be the guy on that defense and yeah, just you know make all the players. But yeah, fair. But I, like you say, I think the the Rams overall the team. I think they're just a bit more uh, a, a bit more well rounded than the Bengals are. I guess it's a better roster. Yeah, it is. It's it's got more talent at the top end, like Donald and Ramsey on defense. Like as much as the Bengals, to be fair to them, I, I didn't think much of defense coming in and people like Trey Nixon, uh that they picked up. I thought he would be a huge waste of money, but he's yeah, been pretty good. He's been really yeah, we good. Yeah, we were sort of saying that start about the season when we were we were covering it. Uh, is it just gonna be one season one of that kind of thing? But he's been great. But yeah. Rams themselves, they've obviously kind of got Von Miller, which he <laughs> looked. It's like I love, I love how Rams just just sort of go for it and just think, fuck it, we're just gonna go. Yeah, I wasn't. Don't care about first round picks. Don't care about any of that stuff. And let's just try to win it now. It, it works. It's, it's yeah. so far. So that's going to yeah. be interesting as well. The fact that it's like, I feel like these two teams are like completely polar opposites as well in the way that they've been built. Like the Rams is like we've got no first round picks. I think they they picked like the third round this year or something crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like you know what? don't even care about getting young players in and and developing them. We're gonna get talented veterans who we know are great now and we're going to put all our chips into win the Super Bowl like everyone said they're in win now mode and you've got the Bengals who are like everyone like they will be good in a few years time with Joe Burrow and when they eventually realize they need no line they've got some great pieces they would be good and then out of nowhere they've just suddenly rushed to the Super Bowl um sort of two three years ahead of schedule Mm. um it's going to be really weird to see where the Bengals go from here as well. Like, it almost feels like they, kept, they might like peach too soon <laughs> as a roster. <laughs> Accidentally kept Zach Taylor in the job for another five years. Yeah, they've, they've goofed it. That is the biggest, yeah. I mean, coaching matchup is the biggest mismatch of the entire yeah. game. Like, how Zach Taylor kept his job? What was he? How many wins did he have? His first two seasons, five? So what? five what, yeah, I mean, if, if he's lucky. a big number. Huh? Well, because so, they only got the first overall pick because they beat you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so, yeah, I think they must have only had like two the first year, and then maybe what three or four last year, because they absolutely shut the bed after well, unsurprisingly so after Burrow tore his ACL. Hmm. Yeah, and look, they've they've gone and they've done things a little bit different ways. Well, they didn't go for the O line, didn't go for Sewell mm. when they got Chase, which that's been amazing. That's been class to watch. Uh, yeah, Chase and even T Higgins, you kind of like who's now been almost forgotten about, but. It was class last year, so yeah, uh, yeah. They've got a lot. They've they've built a lot of, a lot of young players, but uh, yeah, that all. I think just Donald Miller, even like Leonard Floyd, who's not anything special on his own particularly, but with those other guys 
leaving him one on one. That Bengals all line probably going to struggle to hold up. Uh, you look, the Titans what got nine sacks, what it was, and Oof, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. If Jeffrey Simmons is getting through every time, and he, he's a good player, is Jeffrey Simmons, but he's not Aaron Donald. So, <laughs> like Aaron Donald above that right guard position, that, that it, it, it scares me a little bit. Yeah, it's a health and safety problem. <laughs> the in- no, go on. Go ahead. Uh, no, I was going to tell me, obviously, Joe Burrow, he's had his injured for me. His text hits really well. He's built like a linebacker, isn't he? But he kind of plays like it a little bit. But yeah, I don't, I don't want to see him. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to see him try to take on Aaron Donald. And, you know, that yeah. is the worry, isn't it? Um, and that's why I think it's so weird that the Bengals have got to the Super Bowl because like, they just didn't address the O line. They were just like, <laughs> we've just seen our franchise QB get obliterated and lose a knee. And then it was like, okay, so the uh, the game plan here is to keep the same guys and just see if we can ask them to play a little bit better. <laughs> <laughs> and somehow it's worked. <laughs> Trust yeah, him as I, coaching him. Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be honest, go. I think the defense taking a big step up has been a That's been pr- huge, pretty yeah. enormous factor, especially like in the Titans and last week against the Chiefs. It's like, I, I mean, Joe Burrow played well and it was a great comeback, but I don't think the offense did anything like especially like, oh, wow, this is a Super Bowl-worthy offense. It was that defense that just suddenly put the clamps on the homes and the Chiefs' offense. Mm. Like Same in the Titans game. I don't think Burrow got a touchdown in that one. But, yeah, that's a good point. But they, yeah. but they shut down the Titans' offense there again. Yeah, I, I guess even going back to Raiders' game in the wildcard weekend, like they, you know, another another minute or two of that game, I know you can always say that about a lot of games, but you know, the Raiders were down 10 yards out and I know yeah. Carl throws a pick trying to force it, but if it, if it had a bit more time, maybe doesn't force that pass and doesn't get picked mm. up, and you know they might they might have come back and beaten them. Uh, Bengals were better. Bengals were a better team. I'm not going to you know try and pretend Raiders got anywhere near the Super Bowl, but <laughs> <laughs> even if my I kind of want to believe it, uh, they <laughs> yeah. They, so they've not blown out teams. They've been you know they've come back and they've, they've played well with momentum, haven't they? I guess. But you know once they've, once they've turned the game around, then they've got they've got hot and they've kind of managed to pull it back. But I don't see them doing that at Rams. And if, as much as Cam Akers had an absolute shocker against Bengals and pretty much tried to throw that game away by himself, <laughs> I think he'll. I think he'll have a good game. I think he'll probably pop up and maybe not go for hundred yeah. yards, few touchdowns. I don't think he'll be great on the stat sheet, but he'll have some probably big runs that just sort of ice the game a bit at the end. And yeah, uh, yeah. I just, I just don't think. I don't think Stafford looked like he's made as many mistakes as he has done in the past. He looks like he's playing pretty confidently. Yeah, there were there were a couple of weeks where it looked like, okay, what is going on here? He's just, he's just like he's wobbling. Well, I suppose he's. I mean, looking back and speaking to Taib, who obviously a big Lions fan, mm. there are patches where Stafford does that. I mean, because if you've got that much arm talent, there are times where you get to risk it and then throw it straight at defenders, which is an interesting choice. But he seems <laughs> to have come out come out of that the other side. And yeah. since that little wobble, I mean, he's been probably the best quarterback throughout the playoffs. So I don't mm. think you, don't think you necessarily got to worry too much about him. No, as much as Burrow's got all the credit, like I think it's more because he's dragged that Bengals team through. I think, you know, like you say, Stafford's actually been the better player if you've really sat and looked about it. And yeah. uh, that, that, that last 30 seconds against the Bucks, you know, taking mm. a stack and then still thinking, nah, screw that. Mm. Skull launched 70 yeah. bombs to Cooper Cup and win the game. And it's like, yeah, he's he's playing every bit as confident as Burrow's is. And I still, yeah. right now, he's probably the better quarterback if you're just going. Yeah, Burrow's in five years' time. Yeah, maybe. That's the thing in it. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to win a game now, yeah, then I think everyone, 
maybe maybe not Burroughs' parents, but most people <laughs> or Kid Cudi or Kid Cudi um, would would go with Stafford. Yeah, and I think that the play you mentioned there against the Buccaneers it pretty much exemplifies the reason they went for him. Is yeah, like, it's hard to not draw comparisons against when they made the Super Bowl and that pick Goff through to Gilmore in that all-out blitz. Mm. Just panics, throws it straight up in the air. Stafford sees the blitz, crosses it, steps through, and there's like absolutely fires a dime to Cooper Cup. So yeah. you got to feel confident as Sean McVay being like, right, I can call maybe not not the best play here, and it's not going to end in absolute disaster. Yeah. You, you can't go hope he's, uh, he's going to learn something from that Super Bowl as well. Like, you know, was it? And it was Bill Polacek, and you get outgoing mm. by him, fine, that's going to happen. I don't think he's going to slate McVay for that, but they got what three points was it uh, yeah that was a really <laughs> horrible Super Bowl to watch <laughs> it was so yeah. scheme dependent wasn't it yeah it was, it was awful I mean, that. even just what yeah like you said it was, it was horrible to watch that. I, mean, I remember just mm-hmm. sitting in a bar in Leeds and just being like there was a good 20 blokes asleep by the end of that game especially for us in the UK right we've got yeah. to stay up so late for it and you get yourself really hyped for the Super Bowl and then that comes out and you're like can't wait for the Rams offense and it's three points I, there was even a, was there a touchdown in the first half? I don't think there was, was there? No, I don't think there was. Was there? It's like, no, it's field goals. Cause it was Gronk in it in I think probably the third quarter, third or fourth quarter. Yeah, it was a while before when it was, was one of those Gronk drives. Where I was like, oh, we haven't given the ball yet. Let's just throw it to him five times in a row and get him, get him on a touchdown. He's big. <laughs> Why don't you do this all the time? Yeah, <laughs> you do this yeah, most I, drives. I know, I'm just depressed. I mean, that's like you know. Was trying desperately as UK fans like to say just to stay awake for anything to happen, and it's like free. Surely and, they'll get it going this year. Something will happen now. Yeah, well, it'll learn from that. And like I say, Stafford, you know, compared to Goff, it's it's a massive difference. So, That's uh, the thing in it. Yeah, I, I do even, feel a bit bad every time I bring it up though, because Goff just takes shots from all angles. Does. I mean, I'm sure he's not overly bothered. He's living not too bad a life as Jared Goff, but a good time. He does he does garner a lot of hate as anyone anytime. We talk about the Rams. He just catches strays all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's always going to be the way, though, isn't it? Like when you when you have the swap with a quarterback who's just much better than you, then yeah, you always is going to have to deal with that. Really, to yeah. be honest. But isn't that after like didn't they throw in an extra pick just to get rid of Goff's salary? Like... Yeah, it was two first and a third or something like that as well. Because the, mm. th- the Lions wouldn't not take the third because yeah, the salary like... was that big. It's like Rams like, well, we can't pay Goff and Stafford, so. We'll give you a third just in this. Brock Oswald kind of trade. And it's just like, yeah, yeah just dump him. But nah, it, like you say, he's, he's not, he's, you know, he's obviously been at the Super Bowl. He did look good that year, but it just, yeah. the next couple of years proved, and this year, it, it was more McVeigh than Goff. And it's, yeah, it's yeah. that difference in it. Like, and, and going back to that Cooper Cup play, there is in no universe. If you put Goff in that situation, is that a completion to Cooper Cup? Game goes to overtime, doesn't it? Game, game, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I don't want to think I'd want to be sat here if we're talking about Brady having another comeback from twenty-seven. <laughs> I'll be sick. Just still, you'd still be sick. Still be sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think I'd be able to watch NFL again if that happened. But mm. it, yeah, the uh, you're right. I think Stafford just in those moments is obviously. He's pulled out of the bag when he needs it, and I think as well. I'm sure he's, you know, he's the active. I think he's the active leader in like fourth quarter comebacks now as well. Now like Brady's retired, yeah. And so far, I'm sure obviously being in Detroit helps when you're losing every week, and you can kind of come back. You've got a lot of <laughs> come back on you. Like, yeah. It's not yeah like, if we look at percentage wise of games come back, it's probably not as high. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Pretty sure one of the seasons they got to the playoffs. He had like eight 
comeback, quite far quite a comeback since like yeah, yeah. in a season yeah. they won 10, 10 games in. yeah they won like nine ten games yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> so, so they're probably losing every single game but no he's, he's, he does come up in clutch game in moments and uh like you said before again against the blitz this year he's been yeah he's been classy he yeah. take, takes the hits gets the shit kicked out of him and just bounces back up and fires no one on this so yeah it's yeah. Um, i should be exciting to watch i think this should be a lot more exciting to ball and yeah, uh, that last Rams one. Well, could be much worse, I guess. But no, they, uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. I think it'll be an exciting game. I think the, the Bengals will score points, even though the Rams have got a good defense. But I don't think it's been as it's been good a bit as... weird, hasn't it? The Rams yeah. defense. It's like it's got really good players at every level, and yet they don't really feel like they've ever consistently like dominated a team and kept them off the score sheet. Sort of level of. I mean, is that not partially because you're trying to have a DC call another DC's playbook, even though? That he's he's not from that tr- coaching tree. Be an issue. Like, yeah, Raheem Morris, you can have the job, but you've got to do exactly what Brandon Staley was going to do last year. Just do a Brandon Staley impression for the whole year. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you look at the 49ers game, there were guys breaking open. And if they had someone yeah. that wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo, that could have probably gone the other direction. So yeah. Joey Burrow's going to stand in there and take the shots. Could, could be high scoring. Touchdowns. Yeah, I think there'll probably be a bit of a slower start from Bengals. But yeah, you're right. He's... He's going to come back and score some points. I think it's going to be. And I, I suppose as well with Rams defense, like you said, not shut everyone down. But I guess when uh, when teams are thrown against you, trying to catch up, you tend to give up a lot more points. It do, you, you know, that's true. Yeah. Teams don't hold, uh, you know, other teams out when they're twenty points up in more. They just go prevent defense and it's chuck it everywhere. Yeah. But it kind of happens. But I guess they're quite top heavy as well. I mean, outside yeah. Donald, Ramsey, and then I guess they have got Von Miller now. But they've they've had some injuries, haven't they? And, uh, it, Eric Weddle's back play. Like, <laughs> Eric Weddle, who's finally looked great good against story. the run. Like, he's already said he's done again as soon as this yeah, soon as the postseason's over. do this anymore. I'm just, old. Already mic dropping before the game's even played. Just like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get my ring and then I'm off. Yeah. yeah. I love that, to be fair. Yeah, what a story. I think you're right, though, about the top heavy thing because on offense, it's probably not as big of a deal because they've got the stars and then their O line, apart from Whitmore, sort of just like solid. Mm yeah. And then defense, they they are very top heavy, especially like linebacker and having lost like John Johnson to the Browns. Mm. That's there's, n- there's not a whole lot of like, I don't want to say starter level players because that's harsh, but like guys that would be like, right, I'll take him on my team. Middling. That's true. I guess they've got to pay a lot of these guys a lot of money, haven't they? And that's that's the downside of doing that whole let's get rid of first round picks. Is yeah, you don't build up depth here because you just. You've got to yeah. pay these guys a lot of money, and then suddenly you're going, "Shit, we've got four million to pay four cornerbacks." And yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, what are you going to pay? But uh, yeah, it. I think they'll have it. The thing is with the Bengals, obviously, uh, they've got more than just Chase. So if Ramsey does take out Chase or does a decent enough job at holding enough in check, then who's going to cover Higgins? Who's going to cover? That's the thing. Right? That's the kind of thing. But I don't know. It's. I think it'll just be they'll have enough players. They'll make enough players at defense. Like they've, they've got just enough talent, at, like you said, top level. Donald breaks through enough times that uh, that line, which come on, it's gonna happen every play in it. Like twenty sacks. If there's a post, I don't know what postseason record is, but I kind of want to. I might just stick a five on that. Just <laughs> yeah, in a single game. Yeah, I, I don't think that would be the worst bet in the world. To be honest, <laughs> it's just such right. a horrible matchup for the Bengals' O line. <laughs> like he's literally like the most dominant like it, front. 
Fred You'll see like Joe Joe Burrows be taking like shotgun snaps about ten yards back, just yeah. <laughs> but get a long snapper at centre and just launch it back yeah, to him. Punch stop. It's like, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, I know you can't block, so we're just gonna stand far enough away from you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, yeah I, I, like I said, I think it'll they'll make enough players so to just get a win. I think it's gonna be a close game. I, I'm really excited. It should be really mm. simple. Yeah. yeah, it should be absolutely. You, you, from what it sounds like, you do feel like the Rams are gonna take this one do you think it'll be close or do you think by the end it'll be reasonably comfortable no i think it, i think it'll be i think it'll look comfortable to start with and uh you know first half maybe there'll be a couple touchdowns up but you've seen bengals come back every game haven't they? they've they've got that in them to, to come back so I'd, if i'll go in for a score line i i'd probably go somewhere around 31 28 like maybe it's a mm. field goal or just less than a touchdown depending on mm. how the game goes but i think it'll be rams are probably up by like I say a couple scores early and it just Bengals running out of time, maybe, or... Uh, yeah, or Sean McVay's big... notorious, terrible clock management. Well, that's what I was going to say. Towards the end of the game. I think that is on the money, Scott, there, to be fair. Like, I can see the Rams going up by a lot, and then Sean McVay in, tip, in the style of that coaching tree just being like, I don't know how to deal with having the lead. <laughs> <laughs> it is almost like they're just, you know, he's going to swap roles halfway through. It's like, uh, Taylor, you can coach the Rams. And then... Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's what happens, but... They, to be fair to Taylor, actually, I, I slate him all the time, but he does at least go stay a bit aggressive, a bit more aggressive yeah. late in games yeah. than a lot of those other guys from that coaching tree, but uh, which does help him come back a bit. And actually, he's sort of not really from that. Like, he was with the Rams a couple of times, but wasn't he, was he with the Miami Dolphins at one point, I think? And then he came from a few different places. Oh, in the possibly. Ca- so he probably learned game management somewhere else, which is good for him because he definitely hasn't learned the play calling from the other guys. If he did come from the Miami Dolphins, I don't think that's a good place to learn game management. <laughs> so, it's game management. Though, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> so we're going to, we're losing, we're down by two and we're going to run it. <laughs> Second Every long, let's, let's run a draw play, yeah? Third long, give that a go. Halfback draw. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it, right. should, it should be good. I, I I would like it to be a good game. I'm just, uh, there's just part of me that thinks the Rams are just too talented for this team, but then the Bengals have gone through plenty of talented teams this season. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And I, I don't know if they've gone through anyone quite as well-rounded, though. I guess like the, the Chiefs are obviously been great. They're great on offers with Reed and Mahomes, everything they've got, but they're kind of this year not looked quite right, and then the defence mm. isn't really... It's not really there, is it? I think they've been quite a few injuries Chris Jones has been great still but then not quite so inconsistent yeah it's been, yeah great one week. yeah yeah exactly and then the Titans as much as at number one seed like I have no idea how that happened Mike Mike Vrabel <laughs> yeah. Mike, Mike has just got some special skills to get, get that to one um but they 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 use the most players ever in an NFL regular season like that play that had a part in a game which it, like you said I think Mike Vrabel deserves a He's got to be coach of the year, right? Getting number one seed with that team. Just knowing that many different names. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> roster. Mike <laughs> McDaniel could never. Never. <laughs> Calling people up, he's looking for his phone, but going, I'm not sure if you're a player or not still, but yeah, yeah you can have a game. <laughs> I, I think he, he definitely should be in the shout coach of the year, but, they, uh, but once they got to the playoffs, I think it caught up on them, didn't it? And yeah. obviously the Bengals probably faced yeah. at the right time and... Uh, yeah, fair play. They still won. The, obviously, still went went away and won the game in, in playoffs, which is impressive. But I think this is kind of the the peak where they've gone. They've got lucky with who they've not lucky. That's maybe a bit harsh, but they've kind of played people at the right time. And this, yeah. Rams, this Rams team feels like the opposite. They're kind of they smashing, hard way. Yeah, they're smashing their way through the uh, the books, the 49ers divisional game in a in a championship game is like going to be as hard as it gets. 
Yeah. And, you know, they've, yeah, I think they deserve to be there. So I think they should be, like you say, I think they're just, just too good for them, really. Well, you called it two years ago and you're sticking by it, so... Yeah, yeah, I might as well. <laughs> if I'm going to be smart, I can't just change You that. called back up, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, I called it I called it ages ago, but yeah. now I'm, I'm going to change boat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I showed up now wearing a, a Bengals jersey, then I'd just... Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably then. We've got, got a good lot of Rams talk there from someone that isn't, unfortunately, a Rams fan, but you'll be able to... <laughs> Either way, it's on Sunday. It is on Sunday. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. Make sure you check out our social medias at the Dropback on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Scott, where can we find the stuff on the Quick Snap? So yeah, it's at the Quick Snap UK on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, QuickSnap.co.uk. So yeah, love it. Out check them out, guys. Absolutely. Uh, I've been Sam. I've been Matt. And until next time, goodbye. The Dropback with Sam Lewis, Matt Burns Peak. Joe Costanzo and Sam Wilson 